Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. February 20th, 2021. Hoodie who and goodbye winter. Reality of space travel. Modern piracy old flowers that are new, and, stealing the vaccine. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. And good day. It is a good day. It's a good day. It's Saturday. Yeah, it is. It's February the 20th for those of you who like numbers. My dudes, there are only eight days left in this month. Shh. How? Do you think the younger people who listen to Awesome Today are like, please, why do we always have to talk about how quickly time is going? Are there younger people that listen? Younger than us? I know well, for a fact. When somebody says younger people, I think of somebody in their early to mid 20s. Mm, I would bet we have some mid-twenties. You think so? Awesome Today fan. If you are. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Join the join the damn Facebook group already and just do it for the sake of saying, I am, and then I can <laughs> relax a little bit. And then you don't ever have to do it. You can you can cancel us, whatever it is that don't cancel us publicly. people do. But just like, just like quietly walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe do the, whatever the Facebook trick is where you don't unfriend people, but yeah. you don't have to see their right. blather any longer. Yes. Is it Kelly that Kelly Gordon, revealed that to the it's people? It's the Kelly Gordon method of Facebooking. Yes. It's a very soft way of being hateful. Mm. And that's no offense to well, Kelly. No, it's more like being loving to yourself. Is that and, what it is? Yes. You don't have to... Okay start to hate people because of what they post on Facebook. Okay, well, I think, though, in reality, that by the time you've performed the the Gordon on people, whatever we want to refer to that, you've already hated them softcore, so you you did a thing. What, what I respect about the Kelly Gordon plane is what she did is, Kyle, I'm not exaggerating. Kelly's an ENFP like I am, so you know she's liked a lot of things. She's joined a lot of groups. Yep, she's friended yep. a lot of people. She went through and unfollowed every single thing on Facebook except for the sort of awesome hangout and the superstars hangout. I respect that. She was no yeah. respecter of persons. I she, will uh, she unfollowed her own family. I'll not feel offended that she hasn't joined Awesome today. Eh, or she, will I? Yeah. Or um, will I? People are busy. She can unfollow it as soon as she gets <laughs> It's just it's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. Well what day is it that we're on today? Well as I said it's February twentieth. Oh, it is Saturday. Okay. It is Hootie Who Day. 
I told you before we began recording, this feels like something that was made up by a Kai Omega. Mm-hmm. Kai Omega's uh, mascot is the owl. Yeah. And we have a lot of owl-related, owl-tangentially-related situations, including hooties and those types of things being like big sis, little sis things. But this is hootie with a D? Yep. H-O-O-D-I-E. Hootie who? This was a thing in the... Mm, late 90s. Would you let me tell people about it? Would that be okay? Please do. Okay. Was that okay with you, though? Well, it's okay with me. It is. <laughs> I just wanted to point out, there were there were avenues from which drew me to recognizing what this was that were absent of my experience with your female fraternity. Women's fraternity. Get the verbiage right. It's the same thing. Are women females? Yes. Did you know that you and I have been together? Yes, I know. You brought this up <laughs> exhaustively. This month is 25 years of us dating. I know. Of course I'm going to wear that out. Well, Why are you worn out with it? I'm worn out with it because it's cheating. We weren't married. Who cares? We've been informing um, I care. If you're asking legitimately, I care. I care about accuracy. Well, okay. It's not our 25th wedding anniversary, but it's 25 years of us being together. Okay. Well, there's other people I've known for 25 years. So how I'll special go marry is them. that? Okay. Here we I go. I didn't. In fact, that's why I celebrate our anniversary and not the magical time of year that I met them whenever it was in the past. That's rude. No. I... You Listen. are belittling the sanctity of marriage, <laughs> you anti-Catholic <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Woo! All right, let's talk about who you do today. it. Based on recent weather patterns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Recent weather patterns. Think about it. What have they been? Terrible. Terrible. And on conversations that have been going on on Awesome Today, have those been terrible too? Well, they've been speaking of the weather. And if you're not a member of Awesome Today, the Facebook group, yeah. you're really missing out. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. It's an awesome group. I have that feeling where I'm going to start laughing. <laughs> you probably are inappropriately, poorly no timed, reason. all the things. Okay. Uh, so today, Hootie Who Day, is a day that is designated to help people overcome winter blues. It's yeah. also known as SAD, SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder, mm-hmm. to prepare you for the coming of spring. Now, interestingly, this holiday was created by one Mr. Thomas Roy, not yep. a kind of mega, apparently. Well, not so far as we can tell. Not so far as we know, but he was doing research for his morning show for a central Pennsylvania area station. TV or That's a lot harder to say than it, you would look at and think, right? Right, but I, I pulled it off. As I typed it, I thought one thing. As we talked about it earlier, I was like central pencil, central pincer. I couldn't, I couldn't make all the words mm. flow, but you did it well. Thank you, I appreciate that. When you say area station, was this radio or TV? That or? I couldn't pinpoint, and that's why I very distinctively chose the word station Ah. rather than channel or some other thing. Well, he submitted his suggestion for this holiday. I think he was radio, just FYI, but I'm not sure. All right. Well, his suggestion of Hootie Hoo Day was accepted, and it was picked up even by some prestigious publication such as USA Today. Far more prestigious then than now. Yes, that's true. Now, he was so hopped up on his experience, so like high on life, 
that he went on to create and copyright, not just create. Yeah. Dude went through Full and on. copy wrote this. Yep. Took his pants off, all well, the things. I don't think that's part of it's how you do it. It's part of getting copyrighted. Okay. He copyrighted 80 different holidays, mm -hmm. which in fairness is a little extra. Yeah. But I have to admit, when I first heard he's responsible for 80 of these, what I might call make-believe or made-up holidays. Oh, how dare you. At first I was judgmental. But you know what? You pointed this out in the notes. It's true. Love what you love. Love what you love. Thomas Roy loved creating yeah. holidays, including Hootie Hoo Day. What I didn't include in the notes, and it's an addendum to love what you love, yeah. is grow a thicker skin. If you really love what you love, yeah, and you know it's weird. Because I the do. things we love is weird. Or love, is weird, I are love, weird. Um, I love some parts of weird speech. things. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, yeah. just accept the fact that you're going to receive a little bit of shit flipped your way Ooh, over it. Get okay. over it. If you really love it, it doesn't matter. And you should, just like you lean into what you love, lean into the eccentricity. Mm. What genius ever existed that was not an eccentric? That is the absolute truth. I agree. Uh, picking up in my notes. Uh, okay. It flex into what you enjoy. Love what you love. Now, for this holiday, there is but one custom that must be honored. Must. At noon. On whatever, wherever noon hits you on February 20th. Mm -hmm. It rolls noon. with the time zones. That's right. Go outside. Raise your hands over your head and yell, Hooty Hoo! For all the world to hear. Yes. What if you yell it in like a really high-pitched voice? Well, that's originally, as I mentioned, I had been made aware of this phrase in and of itself through avenues not related to you. It was hooty hoo. It was a, a higher pitched thing. Now, if you want or need additional means of celebration, and these, you assured me these are legit. You did yep. not make these up. And they're not snarky. substitutes. And they're not snarky. They are additional. Mm -hmm. You could wear a crazy or odd hat. Mm-hmm. You could order spring seeds for your garden. Why not? You could also go to a local flea market and purchase a piece of used furniture. No idea why that's in there. I'm wondering if, in fact, Mr. Thomas Roy was not a flea market seller of used furniture. Possibly. And he was sneaking in a, yeah. a business promo. I don't know. I have to think the fact that Thomas Roy was from central Pennsylvania. I feel like he was reacting against Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney Phil? I can't say it. Punxsutawney Phil, yes. And the freaking, this because we're in February, mm -hmm. February 20th, if you add a zero to the two, the February 2nd, That's Groundhog Day. I had a different thought. I thought perhaps he was creating his own revenue stream off of the idea of Antiques Roadshow. Oh, okay. Being like, I don't, I went there, they gave me a crap quote, so yeah. I'm going to start my own thing under the disguise of this holiday. I don't okay. know. I, I see you went more with a capitalist view on it. Mm -hmm. I went more with like a critical fill in the blank theory where he was like reacting against the, the like standardized power structure when right. trying to shift that dynamic by saying, hey, it, look. It, we're, who, we're advertising the same perspective related to different things. Right. Yes. So if you're going to celebrate today, go out at noon, raise those arms up. Have to do that part. Yell hooty hoo for all the world to hear. You have to do that part. The hat, the the seeds, the furniture, yeah. that's additional. Okay. 
So there's that hootie hoo. Happy hootie hoo to all, especially to my fellow Kaimegas. Mm -hmm. um, if it's your birthday today, guess what? You share it with Cindy Crawford. Awesome. Supermodel of the 90s. Would you like to take a guess at how old she's turning today? 49. Wouldn't you like to think so? 55. 55. Well, good for her. She's aged well. She has. Also, Money doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt. It'll help you. Remember how I talked about it? I got to take the skin right here and just go. I don't know. Tuck it back. Tuck it back. Uh, also way, and I mean way less cool. If it's your birthday, I'm sorry to tell you. You also share it with Mitch McConnell. A name that's offensive to Democrats and Republicans alike. <laughs> and even independents. They, We're all, all, like, all Americans yeah. are united in our offense. Yeah. About Mitch McConnell. Hey, you gave me a lot of things I can talk about today. I did because I have one big thing coming up. Okay. And it will be oppressive. So I wanted you to talk most of the time. I just never want the awesomes or anyone who happened upon this who's listening to feel like I'm bullying you with oh, how much I'm talking. Hey, trust me. You're a full-on bully. I mean, you and I both know that. But I don't want the audience to perceive okay. that. Okay. You get you assigned these to me loosely. Okay, and my arm was twisted up behind my back. <laughs> was it a stress call? And my lunch money was stolen. You're trying to like make eye contact with the camera and give them it. <laughs> right. Blink out some Morse code. <laughs> SOS. That's the only Morse code I know. Yeah. Dot 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 dash 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 dot dot dot. That is SOS. Okay. If anyone can rescue Kyle from the uh, domestic oppression oppression in which he lives, yeah. now's your chance. In 1959. You could do so by aiding, adding to the fund for bigger wheels and tires and a lift kit for the Jeep. <laughs> that is the only way I get free from the muck that I am mired down in. Oh my gosh, you really, you brought that around. I did. To serve I your purposes in, in a really in fantastic way. Thank you. 1959, rock and roller Jimi Hendrix, maybe you've heard of him. Yeah, LSD was a big part of his life, we're all aware, what? right? What? Are you serious? No. Yes. It was it was known. So he wore a headband, yeah. and it was known that he put the LSD stickers all through the headband, so that just as he perspired, he also absorbed LSD while he was pretty playing. clever, if you ask me. Well, yeah. Rock and roller Jimi Hendrix plays his first gig, first time, first time. But he, in fact, is fired from that band after the first set to his wild guitar playing. Now, thankfully for us, as a human race and for Jimi Hendrix, he was like, no, I will not be deterred. Yeah. I will continue to play in a wild way. And that is what he actually became famous for. Indeed. He could make the guitar speak human language even. Yes. If you don't know this, you should go check him out. You 100%. don't have to use LSD. I would recommend you don't. Kyle is the most, he, he like lines his life up with Nancy Reagan when it comes to just say no. We live in a state now casually known as Toklahoma mm -hmm. because a lot of people are token around here. Kyle is the most anti-drugs person you'll ever meet. I am. I am. I won't deny it. He's, I he's, don't want to explain it. He's fervently libertarian, but also wildly anti-drugs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do not do LSE or he will be personally offended. I will be offended. You will have your awesome today Facebook group membership revoked. You can still listen to the show. You'll no longer be allowed to comment. <laughs> All right, in 1962, John Glenn orbited the world three times in oh. space. 
He's an astronaut. He's an astronaut, no, of course. Yeah, you know, a, a sorry. More that fact. Sorry, astronaut John Glenn. Yeah. Orbited the world three times in just under five hours. Now, this is fascinating. I did not know this until uh -huh. today's notes. That's my goal, always. Educated me. So you know something you didn't know before. Educated. Educated. Yes. He is also credited with, with, with witnessing the devil's cigarette lighter while in flight. Mm -hmm. Now, this was a natural gas well fire in the Sahara Desert. You and I, Okies, were familiar with the natural gas, but... Yep, and the fires. Yeah, yeah, they got it in the Sahara Desert, too. So, anyway, devil's cigarette, cigarette lighter raging at the time. He saw it from space. Saw it from space. Or did he? Some would claim that it was the actual cigarette lighter of the Hollywood producer who aided in all of the faked space flights and moon landings. you got to figure this one out for yourself. I would never dream of pushing yes. you in one direction or another. Riddle it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Do I have, uh, I was going to say friends, I have acquaintances who are deep into QAnon theory, and one mm -hmm. of their favorite things to say is, quote-unquote, do the research yourself. Yeah. You'll so, never believe anyone more than you believe yourself. Absolutely. Ask John Glenn. He'll Ask tell you. Ask John Glenn's devil, the He's Hollywood producer. Probably passed away by now. The producer? John Glenn. Producer. Devil producers live forever. <laughs> That's a fact. That's one of the things that are magic about Hollywood. That's right. Okay, you have a you have a story. I'm going to settle yeah. in. I'm not going to read your notes. I'm going to settle okay. in because you got to think. Should I have we, a story. Should we... No, but no, no. No one no, needs no. to buckle up. No, no seat belts needed. Okay. It's not that we've talked about it before. Okay, we've talked about it before, and I'll probably repeat things I've said in the past. But this is one of those things. It's it's because of the facets of the story that deal with insider trading, market manipulations, and specifically as they relate to electricity. And we right now see. Texas and some of the surrounding areas yeah. struggling with energy concerns mm. and some of that. Well, speaking of Texas. It's just, it's too real right now not to spend some time with this. Thank you. I'm thankful that you took the time. Let's yeah. hear it. So 2004, mm -hmm. today 2004, Jeffrey Scaling is charged with fraud, insider trading, and a whole bunch of other crimes. And this man, in fact, is the former CEO of Enron, who is not a company now. Not now, but 2004, we do, I know for a fact, we have some awesome today fam who were like children in 2004. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You and I were uh, at the beginning of our careers. Right. We were living adult life. We didn't have children quite yet, but right. like... I appreciate that you've gone and dug the dug up the background. For well, and, and to establish value across generational lines, mm -hmm. don't view this story as a one-off. Okay, it's it's a story that sticks out in history. It occurred many times before. It will occur. It's already occurred since. I promise you, will occur many times more. Yeah, this is how humanity works. Okay, so. And we'll touch on a little bit of that later. Um, so Enron, this is a really fascinating company. They began as a merger between two really relatively insignificant small regional energy companies, Houston Natural Gas and InterNorth. Okay. At their peak, they employed over 29,000 
people. Mm, that's massive. That is massive. That's literally as big as my hometown in Oklahoma. And it's one company. Indeed. Yeah. And you look at the description of them at that time, at the peak. They were a major electricity, natural gas, communications, mm. pulp, and paper mm. company. Did not know that. That's a whole lot of shit that doesn't rhyme with each other. Right. Their revenues exceeded $100 billion, billion with a B. They There were many pies, and they had fingers in all of them. Mm, were they... What's your favorite pie? Um, if it's good, and it's got to be a well-made one. It can't be some half-assed version. I know what you're going to say. It's got to be peach. Oh! You I, thought cherry. I thought you were going to say lemon meringue. Oh, no. That's, that's not, not even a real pie. That's not even your top three? It's It's in the top... Seven. Okay, I forgot how much you love peaches. Okay. Yeah. I always think peach cobbler, but... Well, yeah, but a good peach pie yeah. mimics that enough without the soupy mess. Okay, it's continuing on. Okay. Fingers are in pies. Yes. All the, the pie fingers. Money's rolling into Enron. Yeah. What's happening? The... Hang on. My notes don't make sense. Give me a moment here. Entertain yourself. Imagine music. Yeah, what? yeah. Okay. Okay. So the stories of greatest interest... To me, mm -hmm. me personally, yes, are those often related to energy and most specific, specifically electricity. Yes. Because I've had to do yes. for some responsibilities within my professional life in the past. I had to do a deep dive there and I was so mm -hmm. amazed by what I found. Yes. It was nothing like what I expected. Yes. So as a quick and brief energy lesson. We have Franklin D. Roosevelt, responsible for the New Deal. FDR. Way back when, right? Mm -hmm. That's now, right. part of the New Deal included the Rural Electrification Act. That's right. Cities had electricity. Rural communities struggled to get it. Absolutely. And so the act created a trade-off mm -hmm. with those who would provide electricity. Providers would be granted and even assisted by our government to establish a monopoly mm. within their region so long as they would extend service into these rural areas that were without, or at least without, dependable electricity. Okay, right. It's not right, a right. terrible plan. Right, exactly. The, the monopoly then included, it enticed vertical integration within the companies, which meant that the same company generated the electricity, transmitted it on the huge, if you've ever driven across the countryside, huge overhead lines, mm -hmm. and then distribution as well, which is all of those lines that run either above or below ground in your neighborhoods. Okay. Um, effectively, then, they controlled every aspect of the business, which is also saying zero competition. That's what monopoly is. I was going to say, so it sounds like a monopoly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's that's effectively what was purposefully instituted. Um, and this the, the point in time where this went down is referred now to as the period of regulation because there were regulations in place that would prevent these monopoly holders from just completely gouging the public to death on costs. Damn no. Damn no, except that, damn yes, what it did was it it absolutely guaranteed in writing somewhere, depending on the mathematics you want to do, yeah. somewhere between 10 and 20% annual profit 
That's a hell of an investment if you know anything about investments. And I promise you that where it landed was a hell of a lot closer to 20 than it was to 10. Interesting. Still true today. Okay. Though people would argue. All right. So in the 1990s then. Okay. This is decades afterwards. Mm -hmm. And perhaps a bit before the 90s. A lot of conversation was taking place around the idea of deregulation. Oh my goodness, it's a hot topic then and now. It's a lot of people are agitated by this, especially those who are the ones making the guaranteed rate of return. Yes. Now, the Rural Electrification Act had absolutely served its purpose. Rural citizens had electricity. Yeah. Um, Including you when you were growing up. Including me, little old me. Out in the country. How dare I protest? (laughs) The. There was a lot of discussion about breaking up these established monopolies because they'd more or less served their purposes and they'd all been profitable. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we were shortchanging anyone. Right, right, but right. ultimately forcing then the industry back into a free market where competition drove pricing, where these vertically integrated companies were broken up so that a generation company could not be the same company that transmitted, could not be the same company that distributed. You had to get some separation, break up these monsters Mm -hmm. so that somebody with a hope and a dream could come along and, hey, if they provided service of adequacy at a price you were willing to pay, that they had a place in the market. Right. Free markets are a thing. Capitalism, in fact, requires a free market. We can pretend like we have true capitalism. Here we don't. Big shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole nother that's podcast That's a whole different series. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So in 1996, California, ever the first to step out and do a thing, they were the first to pursue this period of deregulation. Okay. Now, I, I would hesitate to established nobility to any action mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Some people will. That's fine if you want to. Um, I, I feel like, honestly, at best, it's just, no, they, they found a new way that they wanted to scam the system. Okay. Some new group found a way to take profit away from the established group. It's, that's, it's all about money. But in any event, from some perspectives, it was groundbreakingly noble. You believe what you want on that front. But what cannot be denied, if you care to read history and not rewrite it, is that the means of implementation were, as a country boy might say, piss poor. Oh, all right. Tell it like it is. At the time of, at this time, California's peak demand for electricity was around 28 gigawatts. Okay. Just think about the number 28. And recognized then that at the same time, their installed generating capacity was 45 mm. gigawatts. Okay. So not quite double, right? Yeah. But uh, way up there. Okay. And that was common then. Mm-hmm. And it's common now that you have capacity that's far greater than what existing peak demand is. And this allows both for mishaps where somebody's facility isn't able to provide as though as was anticipated, but likewise, it's tied to a projection in the belief of what future growth... Future? Hmm. Future is a, a new word. brand new word. Future growth and demand might be. Okay. So they're taking a lot of things into consideration and understand that these markets, uh, they, they often operate on a day-ahead yeah. perspective. Sure. But taking into consideration months and even years of projections, uh, but you, you keep that day-ahead portion... 
it's far less flexible than the rest because, hey, today, when I want to flip a switch to turn a light on, damn it, I want the light to come on, and that's yeah. what I'm paying for. Hell yeah. Okay. So a few problems existed. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In this whole setup, one dealt with line congestion. Mm. And I don't think this will be too complex for anybody to comprehend. Okay. Don't don't try to think about electricity and power because that's you can't see it, right? Sure, yeah. Think about water. We can see water, mm-hmm. and we know that a water pipe has a maximum maximum capacity that it can carry, right? Yes. Electricity effectively, simplistically operates the same way, and that one of those huge overhead transmission lines mm-hmm. running across the nation. Well, they have a capacity that they can carry. Yeah. No more. Yeah. And they need to be kept in that range sure. further. Yeah. Um, so if and when a large quantity of power needs to enter a very specific area and a large number of producers, those making the power, are all relying on the same transmission lines, mm. this is your bottleneck. Yes. Okay. That it's makes a choke sense. point, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, energy companies, and certainly Enron being one of the major players here. Bring it back to Enron. Yeah. They were able to manipulate demand supply gaps and even create artificial shortages. That seems unethical. It is, in fact, unethical, but it was within the letter of the law. Okay. And it's not overly complex Mm -hmm. in all instances. It was sometimes as simple as strategically locating a power plant uh, or several and, and having them strategically pulled offline for maintenance mm. on days of peak demand. Right, okay. Because they knew, they knew in advance uh, historical patterns, all of the things. It's, it's not, there's a lot of data points, but it's not that complex to wade through. Okay. Now, when this happens, supply is reduced, demand is rising, well... Price inflates dramatically, sometimes in excess of 20 times oh my. the normal value. Oh and I dear. think that's a very, I think that's a very underly oh my. generous, because we've seen things even in recent years around the globe where sometimes price can exceed 200 to 500 times mm. uh, because of demand, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the 20 times normal profit for those who were directly participating. Um, This is also beneficial in a massive way to anybody who's 
not really, they're not producing, they're not transporting directly any of that. They're just trading the energy markets. Okay. Because it's a market, just like a stock market, Absolutely. a bond market, anything else. Yeah. Um, and this is another thing that Enron was doing. Mm. They became, uh, call them a market maker, call them a, a broker, call them whatever you want. They were doing all the all facets of the game. Mm -hmm. And because they had foreknowledge that they they themselves were, in fact, going to be the ones inspiring certain plants to be taken offline, it was a crystal ball yeah. of sorts. Right. It was creating, they were creating the future. Mm. And then they were trading in advance of what they knew would be true. Okay. So it's both market manipulation and insider trading in mm. that yeah. perspective. Something feels a little stinky about that. It's stinky. Now, it worked because when California made the effort made this first big leap to deregulate. Well, they didn't do it completely. Okay. They, again, piss poor um, is a word that comes to mind. Mm. Yeah, their, their implementation was weird. They placed a cap on retail electricity charges. Okay. So just as an example, PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric, they themselves might be required to pay 20 times the normal value for power in one of these manipulated circumstances, but they were not allowed by law to push that expense onto the customers. Okay, fascinating. It doesn't take long of paying 20 times as much for a thing to uh -huh. defeat your your uh, balance sheet. Well, yeah, your own bottom line. Yes. Goals. Yes, okay. Now, to go layers deeper, Enron and others. Enron's the one that's at the forefront, and yes. I'll explain why later, but many others as well. Um, I just lost my place. They Hang absolutely on. knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they, they knew ahead of time. They were, they were allowing, oh my gosh, so many ways they were creating and allowing so many ways to take advantage of things so these to these manipulators it even became truly a game okay the manipulation strategies themselves were given cute names you have fat boy oh my death star mm. the forney perpetual loop ricochet ping pong black widow bigfoot red congo congo catcher and get shorty just to name a few of these i like ping pong I like get shorty. Okay. <laughs> so another term that comes into play from this era is megawatt laundering. Oh, it, is this worse than money laundering? It's exactly the same thing as money laundering. Okay. Um, money laundering is a process of obscuring the true origins of something. Okay. And this, again, this was created because of an oversight in California law. Okay. California energy makers made special allowance for out-of-state produced energy, mm. allowing those producers to charge even higher prices than what normally would be permitted. Okay. So a producer that had production facilities both in and out-of-state, or even better, a producer in-state or out-of-state who struck up a relationship under the table with another one of these groups that was opposite of them... Mm they would disguise where the energy was coming from to warrant the higher charge. Yes. Now, keep in mind, electricity as it's produced does not have a barcode on it. Right. Or a name tag assigning whose luggage this is or any of that. Once it enters the line, it's intermingled with everyone else's and metering is not that precise and right. all of that. So basically they would pretend like they were selling from out of state, producing it in state, even perhaps past a point of congestion 
and all other things to make it available, have it there, and get paid extra for it. Okay. And extra for it because of that, but also extra for it because they created the whole quandary that seemed like there exactly. wouldn't be enough, which meant along with 20 times normal value, they were also getting an extra stipend for it being out of state. It's not just double dipping. It's like... It's it's all the well, dipping. All the dipping. It's a cannonball. Oh, okay. So over-scheduling then was one of the practices that would come into play. Again, recall, electricity demand is scheduled minimally a day in advance. Most often that's the, the most precise you see is a day in advance. And so purchasers would be employed to, quote, reserve transmission capacity, deliberately scheduling more than they would need to create the appearance of congestion. So by law, this then required the state to pay, to pay congestion fees to alleviate the congestion. So you could schedule something you didn't need, then get paid not to use it, and this was, in fact, the general premise behind the Death Star scam. This, again, unethical, but also... Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's There's absolutely brilliance that we're seeing played out here. Now, I'm not advocating mm -hmm. or justifying what they did, but you have to appreciate mm -hmm. the intellect of those involved to yeah. look and see, well... This bureaucratic mess over here can't get an agreement on anything, and they've they've basically begged me to take it. I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. That's and what they did. They did. Yep. In major ways. Um, and the only people that got caught, which I know it's more than just Enron, but for the sake of conversation and what's available out there to find readily and easily. Right. Enron took the fall for everyone. Interesting. And they took the fall. Because they failed. They mm. got lazy and greedy at the same time. That's a bad combination. You can't do both. No. Pick one or the other. That's right. Now, these were, in my perspective, these were modern-day pirates. Mm. We talk about pirates on occasion. And like pirates of old, many of the activities that this group participated in are now, they're still legal. Mm. But they're only legal if you don't push too far into the realm of the obvious. And so long as you pay your dues to participate, you kick it on upstream to the regulatory bodies. You know that's right. I doubt that this will be meaningfully proven, what I'm about to say. But I do suspect that we are seeing exactly a flavor of this right now occurring in Texas. Oh my goodness. The variability of wind energy mm -hmm. and the complexity through which it operates. All we've done is create a new stadium to house these same old teams. Mm. You don't have to create new scams. You just need a new place for them to be executed. Okay. And I don't think I'm too cynical in assuming that's exactly what we're watching. And at the pain of the consumer. Right. It's, it's Millions a of big, people in Texas. very pyramid-style steaming pile of horseshit. But that's what it is. And it's what's happening. Dang. That's my take. Um, I feel like I just sat through. I just audited a class 
a collegiate level class. It's possible. In, in energy or you history got and management. Duped into a conspiracy theorist's mad ramblings. That wasn't the conspiracy two. theory. That was those are just facts. There's a lot of facts to it. That's why I choose to believe it. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm gonna lay down and take a nap. I was gonna now. say I'm gonna let you rest for a while and tell you that in twenty twelve this hardly even seems worth mentioning in light of all of this energy. Oh, it's a big deal. Stuff happening. But in 2012, on this day, scientists regenerate a flowering plant from, hold on to your seats, everybody, from a 31,800-year-old piece of fruit. Yes. They took that piece of fruit, th over 30,000 years old, and made it come to life again. They did. They grew a new plant. That's terrifying and amazing. It's both. Yes. Well, that was in 2012. In 2016, I will have you know that a four-inch lock of John Lennon's hair sold at auction for $35,000. Do you think that's a lot? It's not that much. If you're like okay. super into the Beatles yeah. and you've got yeah. a little cash burning some holes in your pocket, it's not that much, but it's just hair. Well, it's literally just is it cells. just hair? Is it just hair? Is yeah. it a coincidence that I had these two points back to back? Is it just hair or is an example, is it an example of an old piece of fruit from which yeah. a new John Lennon could be regenerated? It certainly would continue. Probably already has been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plainly, he's not been back in the music world because right now modern music is shit. Okay. All right. Do you disagree? I don't okay. accept that song, Driver's License. It is a bop and a Driver's guess. License? Yeah, you don't know because you're not on the TikToks. That's true. But it's I'm a good not. One. You would hate it. But I did include something from TikTok to okay. be seen later. All right. What's, All right. What else? What? Trending. Trending. That's where we're going now. Okay. I have one and then I'll let you talk some more. Okay. There seems to be a small number of very loud people who are severely concerned over the fact that Senator Ted Cruz of Texas flew his children to Cancun. When you say small number, I feel like you're out of touch with the TikTok community and how many people have been. I think you're out of touch with how many things you're seeing versus what the actual population of the U.S. is. Okay, that's fair. Is it fair? How I many have so. you seen? A have lot. you seen a thousand? No. No. How many? A lot. A lot. What's it? Can you quantify that? Yeah. Echo chamber yourself already, okay? I'm just saying that a lot of no, people are having fun no, no. with Senator Ted. But here's right the now. thing. I'm just saying, um, where's your echo chamber? I don't have one. You do. It's called TikTok in this moment. That's fair. That's what TikTok this is, specializes in. Listen, I'm not afraid to throw some snark and challenge on this yeah. because it literally is, by all measures, it is a infinitesimally small, obtrusively loud group of assholes okay. who are raising hell about this. And just for the sake of anybody who's uncertain on all of this and they don't know which way to lean, mm -hmm. maybe you're confused, I'll offer that a quick internet search will reveal that the job of a senator is to act on behalf of the American people in legislative sessions to ensure the voice of the common citizen is heard. They have no jurisdiction over snowstorms, power outages, any of this. And for any of you thinking, well, hey, wait, I know a thing. Mm -hmm. I want to throw this out there. Okay. The role of a senator is different 
than someone that is in the house. Okay. Those folks actually do have a little well, bit additional responsibility to tend to the people of their state during crisis. Interesting. I did not know that. Not true of senators. Okay. Now, from an optics perspective, was it the best decision he could have made? It's not a good look. No, and especially since he's been a little bit of a name lately mm -hmm. coming up. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't the best of decisions, but... Truly, he did nothing. He couldn't have done anything here other than stand beside, maybe go out into his neighbor's driveway and help scoop snow or push their piece of crap car out of the snowbank or something. Or maybe their car wasn't a piece of crap. Maybe I just got a little bit incited there. I don't know. It's, I don't like the Senator Cruz particularly, but I will say this is a matter of optics. He yeah, yeah. It's not a good look, but then also if he would have been in Houston, because it doesn't, he isn't here from the Houston area. I, I don't like. even know exactly where he lives. I okay. know that's where he flew out of to go to Cancun. Okay. Well, wherever he's from, if he was out there shoveling, where, where are you going to get a snow shovel? We don't have right. a snow shovel. Right. Anyway, if he was out there doing the work, but it would, honestly, it would still just be optics. It wouldn't, yeah, yeah. you can't do anything. Yeah. He, he would be doing nothing of value in that instance. Yeah. Uh, other than the individuals that each of us would impact in our own daily lives. Yes. That has value, yes. But from a from the fire to which they are holding his feet, yeah. there is no threat. All right. Well, I've got some other trending. So are you ready? I'm ready. In Florida, where everyone, anyone and everyone, over 65? Mm -hmm. 60, well, 65 and older. Yes, thank you. Include clarifying. those 65-year-olds. Yeah. Don't, don't crap on them just because they're not 66. Okay. 65 and older, they're eligible to get the COVID vaccine. Yes. First or, or leading priority. Yeah. Two women have been caught sneaking in. Two women. Not just one. Two. Not two also, but two, one, two. Yes. Two women caught sneaking in disguised as quote-unquote, old women. Mm -hmm. Now, vaccinators noticed that they, again, quote-unquote, looked funny and stopped them immediately. You had a follow-up fact well, on this, too. The follow-up fact is that they were caught coming back to get the two-of-two two shot, yes. the second shot. They managed to not look too funny yeah. on the first trip. Uh -huh. But they've been caught. You can't foil. You can't foil the COVID police. Now they're only half vaccinated. That's right. Hope you're happy. Fake old ladies. Fakers. You fake half-vaccinated sons of guns. Listen, speaking of the sun, you spend enough time in the Florida sun, you can look a little older than you actually are. That's you know what I'm story. saying? That's the story. I don't know if I buy it. I want to experience that firsthand. Okay. Well, listen, over on TikTok, we were just talking about the TikToks. A user at Kiana Rosick is a, she, she went viral. Yeah. Over a million views on this TikTok. She is a woman who came out to the parking garage where her vehicle was parked. Covered, right? You'd think, hey, I'm safe from all the mess. You think, my goodness, I feel bad for my fellow Texans who are trying to just like spin their wheels on snow and ice right now. But at least I have a nice warm parking garage, not Kiana Rosick. No, she comes out, she finds her parked car completely encased in a cocoon of ice. Literally floor to ceiling. Floor it's ceiling. like a... It's like a random block of ice. Yeah. A pipe above her car had either leaked or burst, and then the freezing temperatures took care of the rest. It is truly a sight to see. When I looked it up before we began recording, uh, you do need to know that if you decide to check it out on TikTok or on the Googles, 
the language is coarse. She's it's upset. Coarse. I would She's be upset, upset. too. Yeah. She pans the parking garage and shows there's not another damn vehicle right. in the place. Right. You wouldn't even know it was cold looking around. Exactly. Nothing's parked there. She uh, she is the only vehicle in this. It's truly, it looks like a movie scene. It does. In terms of like the frozenness yeah. of and how it came down and everything froze. It's fascinating. That's trending right now. Also trending privately to me. This is not trending in the bigger new scene. Right. But it means a lot to me. Uh, Sona Mosesian, if you are a fan of Conan O'Brien, you know that Sona is his long time, over a decade, yeah, personal I was assistant. Say over a decade, yeah. yeah. She's a regular on the Conan O'Brien podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. But she works on the main show too, right? It's sometimes she gets brought out on the main show. But she works behind the scenes. I mean, she yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, she, she does personal assistant. Literally, she does all kinds yeah, of things. anything that Conan has done that looks acceptable, she's probably been involved in. That's right. That's right. Uh, Sona is pregnant with twins. Twins. Twin boys. Even. Well, are they going to name them after me? Possibly. And our sons? Maybe. My dad and me? It's possible. We've named our twins after you and your dad. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just very excited. I love Sona. I'm very, very strong team Sona person. And, and to find out that she's pregnant is exciting. And then also twins and then also twin boys. I just felt like there's a heart connection. Well, I'm concerned because as Conan has pointed out time and time again, she's in an avid <laughs> an avid user of edibles and she I don't, loves the edibles. I don't want that to impact the twins. I bet she's kept back on the edibles since we'll, she got pregnant. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Alright, it's time to whirl, I guess. It is, and we've taken no notes for whirl. Okay, I'll tell you this much. Stars on Hulu, mm-hmm. we got a free trial. They talked me into trying this show Men in Kilts. Yeah. Shows show this how do I say this? It stars a couple of these stars they're, on the Star series. Yeah, Outlander. They're not a couple. No, it's two two guys from Sam and I don't know. The other guy's name rhymes with Sam. What is it? Dam. <laughs> Damn no. Cam, fam. Anyway, lamb. I was very much looking forward to this because Ram, Scottish. It's blam. We watched an episode of it last night. It sucked. It's not great, guys. Like, it, there's beautiful. If you just want to turn off the volume and yep. just watch the visuals, it's gorgeous. If but you want brain damage, listen to all the audio. These two are not. They're not my favorites. I enjoy. We we watched the first season of Outlander. It's an enjoyable we show. We watched more than that. Okay. I think we made it to three. Um. Yeah, but this show. That's not. No. It's a little cheesy on the dialogue. And anyway. It's worse than cheesy. <sighs> we tried watching it at least. I am I have deep disrespect for it. No okay. offense to anybody that likes it. Okay. I'm just saying it's not for me. Um, reading anything? Oh, man. No. Um, I'm still reading. Now I'm going to blank and not remember the name. The Henry Nowen. Yes. What's it called? The Return of the Prodigal Son. Return yep. of the Prodigal Son. Yep. Still reading that, but at a, at a wickedly slow pace with days in between where I don't get yeah. to it. But that's where I'm at. I just haven't... I, I think everybody should read it. I've just not reached a new point where I have an epiphany moment of a new thing to share. But it's it's a sort of contemplative read where you read a little, you think on it. Yeah, you yeah. On it, you think For on me, it. yeah. Okay. Other people that are less dumb than me can probably process it faster. Listening-wise, if you haven't already listened to this week's episode of Sort of Awesome, I would encourage you to. Lots of chatter in the Hangout and Superstar Hangout group. 
because it's Rebecca and I sharing our confessions. People love the confessions. Mm-hmm. Rebecca and I tend to get real silly on those episodes. So that you know who doesn't love the confessions? Who? Me. Why? Because you invariably say something that makes me feel like our love is cheaper. I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. If it makes you talk you- about an old flame, I see the, I hear the desire in your voice, and I recognize what a settling I was for you. And that's literally it. Makes never me happened. sad, it's, so I don't, I don't participate in those. You've, that's never happened. Well, not this week, but okay. last week. Okay. Um, I can't think of any other listens. I didn't listen to anything. I've, I've been intermittent with some very real work duties as well, and so. Even when I have listened to something, my focus is drastically split amongst other things. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. The snow's melting. Sort of. It is. It's. I mean, it's visible, but it was super thick back there. Yeah. The Jeep is completely snow-free, mm-hmm. though she's still covered in a lot of dirt. I don't like it. And on that note, um, Meg just gratuitously started referring to her as Lola, so it does feel like it's going to be Lola, but when she's dirty, it's Lolita. Those are your words, not mine. Uh, it's true. It's true. And I'm proud of that. Um, AJ and I both have a spark of interest in crocheting. This was AJ's idea. I, oh, I just belched like an ape and it hurt. I'm sorry. It hasn't happened in a long time. But Ouch. If you listened all the way to the end, awesome today, it. fam. You, you got, got it. it. Just a special treat for you. Um, AJ mentioned she wanted to crochet. I've tried to knit a couple of times. I've been a massive failure in that, but I thought I will try crochet and we can try it together. So we are at this very minute waiting on a crochet starter beginner kit to arrive and we'll, I'll keep you updated on how that goes. Do you think I've ever crocheted? I feel like the way you're asking me this question makes me want to say yes. Okay. Well, tune in for the next episode and maybe you'll know. Okay. Anything else? I, that's it. That's everything. All right. We're going to go sit and stare out the front blinds glaringly waiting for the mail to arrive with the crochet yeah. thing. And waiting for the snow to melt. And for the snow to melt. Tomorrow should be a big day for that. Yes. Temperature's increasing. If it's not gone by end of day, yeah, I'll probably have a, a small you'll set, rampage. You'll that's what the, I'll do. Uh, I will set, rampage. Set the energy infrastructure on fire. Um, I don't know. Maybe. All right. That's the thing. Okay. Okay. Well, in the meantime, please have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. During freezing weather, do not park under a leaky pipe. If you are unsure, don't park under any pipes. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. 
Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.